Hey, what is up? Welcome, finally, to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. I'm your host, AJ the Mailhead, from the band Fire From Heaven. Um, <clears throat> it's gone all the week last week. It was a long week, and uh, there's a lot of family sick. My son was sick, and I got sick, and my wife's sick, and we're all still kind of sick, so... Uh, it was a long week, and, uh, you know, Monday was okay, um, but I didn't end up recording a podcast episode that day, because I wanted to, uh, just take my work break to work on my book a little bit more, and because I just, <clears throat> I don't know, I, Monday I was really tired that day, but I wasn't sick, so, just had the flu and everything sweep through my, uh, my house, you know, the last week, so that's why I've been gone. And, uh, but, <laughs> it's kind of funny because I'm always like, don't be dependent on circumstances. That's literally what the last chapter was about. Not being dependent on circumstances to do what you know you're supposed to do. is like, but hey, I still worked on the book. Okay, I might not have recorded podcast, but I, w- I worked on the book. Okay. And, um, gosh, I, I even like missed pretty much all, all week last week. So, uh. And I haven't recorded an episode since, like, two weeks ago. But, um, well, it feels like that anyway. I think it's been, like, that long. And I'm talking really quiet, it feels like, compared to how I normally talk. So, it just feels weird doing this because I haven't done it in a while. And, uh, still, like, a little bit sick. So, like, everything just feels kind of like a dream right now. So, I'm sorry if I seem a little bit spacey. but. We were, um, last episode I read through what I had for chapter two of the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. Right now, I'm just calling it, uh, failure. Uh, so it's just, that's kind of what it's talking about, the focus on. Um, so we'll do we kind of like what we did last time, kind of read a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about it. And, uh, I mean, obviously part of the goal of this is to explain, but also... Part of it is to, you know, as I talk about it, I, I figure out, like, more, I figure it out more for myself as well, so I can add more to the book, um, but I have decided we will not stop this series until the book is done. For, mo- for a lot of my life, I've always wanted to write a book, and I'm still, like, after I do this, I am determined to finish one of my fantasy books. Because I've started several, and I have, like, written Fire From Heaven albums based on them, but, yeah, so, um, and I even started trying to write fantasy books when I was, like, in high school, I had a couple of, a couple of them I started, maybe, like, a page and then didn't finish it, so, uh, yeah, um, but, you know, um, we'll get back to the actual main you know, what I'm actually talking about, <laughs> sorry if I'm kind of, like, blabbering and stuff, like, uh, okay, okay, I'm just gonna shut up, gather my thoughts, okay, I'm trying to get into podcast mode, because I haven't done it for, like, several weeks, so, and, uh, by the way, we've been getting a lot more, uh, listens, so thanks for listening, and tuning in, and, uh, I'm gonna make sure to share it around, and g- g- give me a review, bro, so, uh, 
yeah, and check out Fire From Heaven if you like heavy metal music. If you don't like it, still check it out. I mean, get over it. Check it out, man. Anyways. Short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. If you guys have a better name for a title, like, message me or something. Because it seems like a dumb name. And it seems like always when people, like, creative people, like, have their own idea for something, like an album name, or, like, I, I asked, you know, my fans on my Facebook page, you know, about what I should name my album, finally figured it out, we're gonna call it Hidden Reflections, took forever to figure that out, because I was just trying to figure it out myself, rather than asking people, so, you know, if you guys think there's a better name for it, than, like, message me or something, you can find Fire From Heaven on Facebook, Instagram, <clears throat> so, Anyways, um, the short-lived artist, well, that this is talking about, this is chapter two talking about failures, so the short-lived artist is afraid of failure. The enduring artist knows success is built on a mountain of failures. The short-lived artist refuses to fail, in doing so, he also refuses to succeed. So, I mean, that's kind of like the main idea uh, for the chapter, so like what... I'm doing with this book is starting with like a simple kind of main idea, kind of like a short proverb, if you will, like a short saying of the difference between a short-lived artist and an enduring artist on a certain idea or topic, like the last one was circumstances, you know, being dependent on circumstances versus not being dependent on circumstances. This is talking about failure, you know, um, refusing to fail. And, uh, understanding that failure is just a part of success. So, you know, that's kind of, I'm trying to sum up what the whole chapter is about, in a sense, with those first few lines. So, (laughs) it's kind of like, okay, why would you do that? Like, do you know how to write a book? Like, why would you sum up the entire chapters in one thing? So, now all I have to do is read that rather than reading the whole thing. Okay, well, it goes deeper than that, obviously, but it's like, just give me a general idea of what it's going to be about, I guess. <clears throat> so then, I, then like, you know, after that, I give that short idea. And I go on to dissect it and explain it a little further. <sighs> so, the short-lived artist is afraid of failure. Um, he's afraid of being vulnerable and being criticized. He's afraid of his work being critiqued, so he keeps his work and himself hidden away. And uh, if he reveals himself, it's a twisted version of himself that's not genuine and has been watered down out of fear, so he can appeal to everyone. So, um, I've mentioned this like you know probably a bunch of times. Uh, think of the short-lived artist and the enduring artist as two mindsets. Two mindsets that I still have all the time, you know, I'm, I'm not ever just in one all the time. Sometimes, some days I wake up, I'm like, uh, I don't care about any of this, you know, podcast stuff, this music stuff or whatever. And, uh, or maybe I do care. I just like, I don't know. It's just two different mindsets. So, you know, and sometimes I am afraid of failure and, uh, I'm, af- I'm especially afraid of being criticized and critiqued, uh, even, like, today, honestly, um, 
but what I try not to do is to keep keep my music and stuff like hidden away. Um, despite like the fear of being like critiqued or criticized. Or, um, so that's really the mindset of the short-lived artist is afraid of those things. But that's not the only reason he keeps things like hidden away and stuff. It's like he wants it to be perfect. And uh, I think artists, they, they portray themselves as someone that they're not a lot of times. You know, I get the whole like thing of like doing um, a certain theme or something. And, uh, you know, even what I do sometimes post my pic- picture of myself with, like, a sword or something. And just because I'm a- I-, I like the theme of, like, war and stuff like that, my music and everything. I'm not, like, trying to to give this image of myself that is somehow, like, different from who I am. That's, like, who I am, you know. I love, like, that kind of stuff. I may not be, like, this epic warrior. Um, so it can be hard to... Um, not become, like, a different version of yourself with, like, a social media or whatever. Um, so that's kind of what I'm talking about there when, when, uh, we, like, when the short-lived artist reveals himself, it's, like, a, a twisted version of himself that's not genuine and, uh, has been watered down out of fear. So he can appeal to everyone. So like talking about that. That's a. I would say. I've been less myself. Not. Not. Saying like. The things that I believe in. And not talking about those things. As opposed to like posting a picture of myself with a sword and everything. Like that's. Like genuine to who I am. And what what I like. Like I like movies, fancy movies, fancy books, like, I just like that kind of thing, like, so that is a part of who I am, like, I'm obviously, like, not this fantasy warrior, but I would say I'm being more genuine to who I am when I do that, as opposed to being, you know, someone who's, um, afraid to talk about what he believes in, and, you know, out of fear of, like, losing some fans or something like that, or losing some support, or, you know, whatever, you, you see a lot today on social media that just kind of suppressing the truth, people who are, who are <clears throat> going against what you see going on in media and everything, and, uh, who are contrary to media, and, uh, who are just, like, truthful, you, you see, like, those people kind of, being attacked in any way that the world can really figure out a way to attack them, and, uh, so part of me is, like, sometimes afraid to, to do that, and, um, and, you know, I don't want to lose fans or whatever, and I want to appeal to everyone, but when you try to appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one, really, so, sure, yeah, so that's like when I'd say the watered down parts, like taking parts of myself that are very, very, like very intertwined with who I am, I guess. Certain things that are very intertwined with who I am, like what I believe in everything. 
and portraying a part of myself that as if like these things, you know, are something that I believe in, but I just don't talk about to people because, you know, whatever reasons, um, which is what I used to do a lot. Um, because I have, I really like fantasy stuff. So I, I just kind of shifted more to focusing on that with my music and everything rather than my Christian beliefs. But, um, <clears throat> I've learned and people know and you're not being genuine. And, you know, it's just like a watered down version of yourself is, you know, it's, uh, you, you lose yourself when you do that. Um, next part, I guess, uh, we'll go ahead and keep reading. Uh, he is f afraid of failing. So talking about the short lived artist, he doesn't want to get anything wrong. He sees himself as this twisted and heightened version of himself as, you know, we kind of talked about that is perfect and appeals to everyone. So he wants his work to appeal to everyone. And for everyone to like it, so he refuses to fail while doing this. He also refuses to succeed, so he does nothing, becomes nothing. He, in fact, starts to lose the very little pieces of himself that are truly himself and not this fabricated being he created to hide behind. So, kind of just reiterating, you know, afraid of failing and don't, doesn't want to get things wrong because he... You either, like, start to see yourself as, like, this person that you're not, like, this, this like, perfect person or, you know, whatever. Um, just kind of, like, trying, you're portraying someone you're not on social media or, you know, whatever it is. Um, trying to portray yourself as someone, like, who's bigger and better than the person you really are. And, uh. Kind of trying to to give all the good things about yourself. All the things you think are good or whatever. Uh, more emphasis. like So people see like the good things or what the world would see as good things you try to put out. And the things that are bad you keep, you keep, you keep from them. You don't want to share you know, the dark side. Which little teaser... My next album might be called Dark Side. Uh, anyways. Um. <laughs> so. You know, like, it's just like, they just give their side of themselves that's like, like the bright side or whatever. But they don't give the dark side. Um. You know, they just give this heightened version of themselves that's perfect. When they're truly not. So then... Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. So they want to give this part of themselves that seems perfect and appeals to everyone. So they also want their work, of course, to be perfect and appeal to everyone and for everyone to like it. So they refuse to fail. And like, what? Well, I've defined by what they, why they refuse to fail. Like what failure is to them here is like getting something wrong, like releasing like, say for me, releasing a song that has a few flaws in it or something like that, that's failure to them. Releasing a song and having someone critique, you know, this, this, and that, and the other thing. It's like, oh, man, I failed. Uh, this this, is, this doesn't appeal to who I am, this heightened version of myself that's perfect. Like, I should be putting out the best quality stuff. There shouldn't be any mistakes. And it's like, no, 
You know? It's like, are you without mistakes? No. So, that isn't genuine to who you are. Um, and it just comes off artificial and fake. At least to me, anyways, when I see artists do it. Um, but yeah, like, he wants his work to appeal to everyone, and, it, and he wants to appeal to everyone. And just, like, the problem with that is, again, if you try to appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. No one, like, really likes this watered-down guy who likes everything and likes everyone, you know? At least I don't. And, uh, you know, it's just, I think it's annoying whenever someone's like, oh, yeah, like, I get what you mean by this, but I also get what they're, they mean and stuff, and it's, it's like, it's just not, not appealing. I don't want to be around people who are always trying to appeal to everyone, you know? I'd prefer to be around someone who, like, doesn't appeal to me as opposed to someone who tries to appeal to everyone. You know, pick one or the other. I think sometimes, whoops, there are times when you can, when there are, like, false dilemmas where they say, oh, you have to pick one or the other because... But we think that's all we have to do because that's all that is presented. And, you know, sometimes, in some cases, like, like quality and quantity, you need both. But when you try to appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. So that's one of those cases where I don't think it's this false dilemma, where I think you need to, like, choose who you're going to appeal to, which you know, should be people like you. You know, that's who you're going to really appeal to. So stop, just be you, you know. Don't try to, try to appeal to everyone, just be you. So he wants everyone to like his work and everything. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, again, this part, because I mentioned it at the beginning. He refuses to fail while doing this. He also refuses to succeed, so he does nothing. And so, like, what that means is when you f refuse to fail, like, failure is how you figure out you need to improve. If, if you don't fail, then you don't realize that you need to improve something. So if you don't do that, then how, you don't ever really get better. If you don't think you need to improve, then how do you how do you get better? Well, you don't. So that's why when you refuse to fail, you refuse to succeed. A lack of success brings about success. It's not that success brings about success. Because if success brings about success, then how will you ever get it? You know? It's like, I want success. I want to be successful or whatever. Well, how do you get it if success is brought out out of success? Because if you want it, that means you don't have it. 
If you don't have it, how can you have it if success is brought from success? You can't. That's why success is brought out of a lack of success. Just like the same thing with quality and quantity. If you want quality, quality does not come from quality. It doesn't just... It's not just quality just because you say quality over quantity. It has to be brought out of something. If you say you want quality, just again, like what I just said with success, if you say you want quality, that implies that you don't have quality. So how will you get quality if quality is brought out of quality? Stupid. It's a fallacy. Quantity develops quality. Lack of success develops success. So, yeah, I'm going to have to add that part in. Um, so, you want to move on. Uh, so, he does nothing, becomes nothing. He, in fact, starts losing. Okay, I read that part. Um, he expects his first works to be perfect. When he sets out on an adventure, he expects to arrive at the destination without struggle. He expects perfection without refining over and over again. His genuine self is nearly lost, and it will take a massive turning of action and thinking to restore himself. He expects his first works to be perfect. That's like, again, going back to this, is like, you, you, have to have, you have to have something under your belt, you know? You have to have some experience. You gotta learn by doing. You know what I mean? Again, like you can't, you can't just say quality over quantity, and then you have quality because you say you're focusing on quality because you say quality over quantity. You know, it's it has to come from something. Yeah, your first works. Aren't going to be perfect. I mean, as good as they might be, you know, like, I'm not saying they can't be good, but they're not going to be perfect. If they're perfect, that implies that they don't need improvement, which, like, means that you're not going to grow. Like, do you really want that? Do you really want to be in a place where you where you're not going to grow anymore? And you're talking, and then I say, like, when he sits out on an adventure, he expects to arrive at a destination without struggle. It's like, you know, just kind of, uh, what's the word? It's like, uh, gosh, I can't think of it. Repetition. You know, I'm basically saying the same thing. You know, just, he, he basically, it, you know, it's kind of, you know, the first statement. He expects things to be perfect without, you know, them first being imperfect, I guess, so, yeah, he, he yeah, we could say that, he, you know, you, you expect it to be perfect right out the gate, like, the first works to be perfect without, without some imperfect works first, you know, without some imperfections, um, Setting out on an adventure, arrive at the destination without struggle. It's again just expecting this, like, in a sense, like this reward without the struggle, like without the work of doing it. You know, expecting something to be perfect, something 
you know, this journey to, to get there, to get wherever your goal, your destination is without struggle. It's not going to happen. Like it's, it's, it's not realistic. It's not even logical. You know, again, like, basically this whole little short paragraph I just read here is, like, just repetition, you know? You know, that expecting to arrive at destination without struggle, expecting perfection without refining, and then, you know, goes on to talk about the genuine self being lost and taking a massive turning of action because you're so lost in this, like, this fallacy of perfection and that somehow perfection is from perfection rather than imperfection that quality is from is uh from quality and not quantity and that you know a reward is from a reward and not from the work you know it's just not true. Take a massive turning of action in thinking to restore himself. It's like, you know, just like, it just needs, you know, action and realizing that you need to take action. That you need to work. So, um, pretty much out of time here, I'll close with this. He knows that anyone who never made a mistake never did anything, you know? Just, just think about that, like, you know, anyone who ever did anything, did they ever not make mistakes? No, when you, when you do... You're going to make mistakes. I mean, it's just bound to happen. You're going to make mistakes. But that's not what matters. What matters is that you do. That you go out and you do. And, uh... Um... I do just want to clarify... That this is how how the world is, you know? It's like... You know, when you have common sense, you realize you you, like, want these things or whatever, you gotta go out and do. But then, like, <laughs> you know, this is just talking about, like, my, uh, what I was talking about earlier, how sometimes I'm afraid to bring up my Christian beliefs and everything. It's like, Christianity is completely contrary to that. This is how the world is, but Christianity is, no, you don't do. It's something that God does. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up. And, uh, this book isn't necessarily about my Christian beliefs, but uh, I feel like I'm going to find ways to incorporate that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, this is just kind of ideas behind like creating of art and everything. But when it comes to Christianity, that is something where so that God has to do something. And it is from God doing something that we go out and do. And we don't do it because uh, we're somehow giving back to God in any way. 
it's more for our neighbors and it's you know it's something it's something we just do because of our salvation and not for it so yeah it's kind of a random rabbit trail but i'm gonna close with that and uh we'll be back tomorrow to uh talk more about the short-lived arts and the enduring artists stay metal